Blog Talk Radio. Blessed are we in the awakening dawn. Blessed are we in the morning. Blessed are we in the light of the day as we enjoy the afternoon. Blessed. Blessed are we in the dark of the night As we slip into dreams that are calling Blessed are we in the awakening dawn Blessed are we in the morning January evening out, and today, my show, Reflections and Rhythms, uh, is, represents, and is presenting Mayor Cromwell and the Mother Movement. Let me tell you a little bit about Mayor Cromwell. Well, Isis, Astarte, Diana, Hecate, Demeter, and Kali, and Aya, the call of the goddess, goddess is all over the world. Mayor Cromwell hears this ancient call of the goddess, the call of the mother. Please join me tonight, Janice R. White, associate producer of Main Street Universe, and Ms. Cromwell, as we talk about this growing movement. Mayor Cromwell is the author of three books, The Great Mother Bible, Messages from the Mother, Earth Mother, and If I Gave You God's Phone Number. She is also the amazing creator of A Thousand Goddesses Gathering Day that was in Washington, D.C. last October. The next One Thousand Goddesses Gathering will be in June 2017. 
and not a minute too soon. So welcome, Mayor, to Reflections Thank and you. Rhythms. Thank How you. How are you doing I'm today? I'm really honored. Oh, sorry? How are you doing today? Oh, okay. Um, I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, It's been a rainy, gray January day, and um, honestly, um, I'm feeling great. <laughs> well, good. I'm feeling great, too. Uh, I just, uh, I'm a substitute teacher. Uh, that's how I make my money. And today was a really nice day, so I got to think that this week is going to be a nice week. Oh, that's good, because I know that can be a tough job at times. <clears throat> Oh, yes, definitely. So uh, I brought you on here because um, we were, we saw each other, at least I saw you, (laughs) at the 1000 Goddess Gathering. And I know a really good friend of mine, Eric Eldridge, uh, did an amazing job with you on that project. So I've been wanting to get you on the air for quite some time to to talk about um, the Goddess Gathering as well as your three books and anything else that you want to talk about uh, during this hour that we have together. No, I, I'm really honored that you reached out to me. Um, and I know we've been going back and forth, so I'm glad that we're finally doing this. And the timing is perfect that we're doing this now because uh, it's only in the past week that um, it's become clear, or week and a half, I should say, that it's become clear when the next goddess gathering will be in June. So it's going to be June 24th. And so I think it's exciting to be on the show with you tonight so that we can really actually offer people an official date for the event this coming year or this year in 2017. Um, yeah, very much so. And, and, and you also know that it's the uh, the the Trump week or the inauguration week, <laughs> so to speak. And a lot of people are, are kind of like, well, half of them are upset or bummed out or, or both, and the other half are like, well, we've got to go to the Women's March, which is on Saturday. And I'll be hopping around there, too, because uh, we have to get the word out that, you know, we're not, uh, even though I didn't vote for him, there, there obviously people had voted for him, uh, but we can't let him just get away with everything that he's trying to get away with, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, this is a very interesting week, no doubt about that. I mean, this quote-unquote changing of the guard in the White House is, um, I, I don't know, I don't think there's ever been an inauguration uh, week like this with, I understand that, um, oh gosh, I don't want to get too far afield about the politics going on this week, but apparently uh, President-elect Trump is um, asking people and giving them free seats you know, to be in the stands. And then I got that one message that came across Facebook that the Republican Party is paying people $50 if you will come and sit in the stands so it's not this mostly empty <laughs> inaugural ceremony. Oh, my gosh. It's uh, so mm, interesting. Sounds like they're pretty it's desperate. So well, one would think so with that type of communication. Now, again, you can't always be sure what's accurate on Facebook also, and I can't say that I went and that verified that the Republican Party is definitely offering $50. Uh, it's so slippery these days, the news, and, and that's part of the big challenge with this president-elect and his approach to uh, – quote-unquote news and facts. is It's all very slippery in his mind and in his speech. Um, but I don't want to talk too much about him. It, 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 this oh, no, no, this we don't week. want to waste yeah. the, the, the time talking <laughs> about him. Uh, yeah. I, I'd rather not talk about him at all, to be honest. So yeah, no, let's talk about me. the goddess. Um, uh, so, you know, that's a great conversation. And um, I'd like for you to start it. Tell... Tell me and tell the listeners how all of this came about with you. Well, That's the first question. Uh, yeah, the the thousand goddesses gathering, the one that took place on October twenty second, two thousand sixteen, was 
was an event that I was told spiritually that I was supposed to organize. And I need to give a little background to that. I've been studying with Native American teachers for 21 years, and uh, a couple of very gifted elders have confirmed that I'm actually communicating very closely with Earth Mother. A lot of people don't realize that she is very real and she's a powerful spiritual being. And... um, and I was asked by a gifted Algonquin um, man to do a ceremony in June of 2012 that Earth Mother had requested because he'd been working with her closely for years and communicated directly with her. And right after that ceremony in June 2012, my capacity to communicate directly with Earth Mother became very honed. Uh, and she just basically started talking directly to me spiritually. And so that this communication that I have with Mother is how my second and third books were written because those books were Mother's idea, not my idea. And mm-hmm. um, and if people are interested, again, in the names of those books, the first book I wrote with Mother was called Messages from Mother, Earth Mother, and was multi-award winning. And then the third book of mine, which is the second one with Mother, is called The Great Mother Bible, which also won multiple awards. But then, so fast forward to fall of 2015, um, I was on Facebook and saw a uh, an appeal for funding from a group that raises money for to plant trees, and it's it's called Tree Sisters. And they mentioned this Tibetan myth that when a thousand goddesses gather, it, this will bring the, um, the sacred feminine back into the earth. And as soon as I read the book, I heard Mother say to me, she always talks on the left side. I hear in my left ear, actually. I heard her say specifically to me and very directly, and and you will be organizing this in person. <laughs> you know? And my response uh, was, okay, um, and you're going to help, right? <laughs> because that's not a small <laughs> event. And, of course, she assured me she was going to help. And so... So we saw this other woman partnered, started partnering with me immediately. I, I made a post on Facebook about it that uh, December of 2015, and already people were, like, jumping on board, and I realized I had to take the post down because I wasn't ready to handle all these requests oh, from the people, people all over. You know, we, we, we didn't have anything organized. It was an idea at the time. Uh, kind of like with the women who were organizing the Women's March in D.C. I th- I'm sure that's what they went through when they popped up with the idea on Facebook back after the elections. But anyway, um, moving back to the Thousand Goddesses Gathering. So so we thought we were going to do it in 2017 and have it out at a, re- a rural retreat center that could handle upwards of 1,000, 1,500 people and, uh, and have vendors and have all sorts of activities and song and ceremony. And so this past summer, uh, in 2016, in the very end of July, it was like the last Friday morning in July, Mother woke me up very early in the morning at 5, because that's what she does when she really wants my ears. She wakes me up really early and starts talking to me. And she announced that morning that this gathering, Goddesses Gathering, was not supposed to be way out in the country in 2017. It needed to be in D.C. before the national elections, point blank. That's what she said. And I, mm. I think I lay there in bed and gulped and went, okay, great, you're giving me less than three months to organize, um, uh, you know, this huge event on the Washington Mall. And, you know, I, I didn't think we were going to do it this past fall. I thought we were going to do it 2017. So... I kind of hit the ground running and rallied people and found volunteers and raised some money and and we did it. We we did it on October 22nd and that was the very weekend that Mother wanted it. I mean, when I got out of bed that July morning, I went right to the calendar and said, "Okay, Mother, what weekend?" And and you know the instructions were boom, October 22nd. Mm. And you know I, I got it. I. I got a Facebook event message, and I don't know who sent it to me. I know a lot of people. I have, like, almost 900 friends, uh, even though there's probably only 300 and I'm really close to, but I have, like, 900 friends. And it's like, well, you need to go to this. And I'm like, hmm, okay, this is good. Then I found out that Eric was, was at at the time, helping you or trying to help you. And oh, no, he was like great. I said, Eric, yeah. Yes, Eric and I 
known each other for a long time, like about 15 years or so. And oh, we're both um, under the circle ministry, uh, MIT training. So we have that in common as well. So and so I decided to go, and I was so glad that I decided to go because it was really a great event, a very wonderful well, thank event. You. Thank so. you. You know, um, sorry, I don't want to cut you off there. Is there something else you wanted no. to add? Well, um, I was going to say it was a really great event that had, um, I feel, all the races, you know, because, you know, there's, there's this thing with a certain guy that, you know, wants to start to separate the races. Um, you know, we we don't want to name him again, but he wants to separate the races. <laughs> and it was all the races there. There was children there. There was babies there. And it was kind of chilly, i got to admit. But it just seemed like everybody had decided to come together for that event. Yeah, it was magical. It was really magical. And, you know, obviously I was rather busy that day making sure that everything was moving forward and supporting um, Yeye Omileye, who led the ceremony. So, you know, my experience in the day, I mean, everyone's experience was unique. I mean, that's that's the the beauty of being human is we all have unique experiences even when we're all in the same place. Uh, but it, it was an amazing day. And we're actually calling for people right now to go to the 2017 page on Facebook for the gathering. And you can, they can find it just under Thousand Goddesses Gathering 2017. And please share your memories from your experiences on October 22nd at the first one because it's so rich to hear from other people what they experienced. It was we did high ceremony essentially and um and people came forward as volunteers in such magical ways i knew that earth mother was coordinating it and it wasn't just earth mother i, I actually know there was a whole team of these very powerful spiritual beings that were coordinating um that gathering i mean my my perspective on it the way i look at it is that you know we were told and i was the one who was given the initial instructions by mother we were told to bring the pieces together and it was very spiritually guided. And then beyond what we did as humans, there were some powerful spiritual forces that also were guiding it, um, guiding us and then came forward that day to help be a part of the ceremony. So a lot of people were, uh, I would say buzzed or in an altered state by the end of the afternoon because the energies were so high. I mean, it was a beautiful ceremony, very powerful. Oh, yes, it was definitely a very beautiful ceremony. And I stayed a long time, um, I think of like like 7 o'clock or something, and it was starting to get colder, and my body was like, okay, we want to go home now. So we we had left then, but we had stayed for a long time. We got there at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon and stayed, so up until like 7 or 7.30 or something like that. Oh my gosh! Good for you, because it was. It's. I think it started to get dark close to six forty-five or so, um, yes. and it was cold. I mean, it definitely. Yes. What's funny to me is that this women's march on D.C. that's coming up on Saturday. I think their forecast for their weather is a warmer day than what we had in October, which is just funny. But you never know how the weather is going to work. Um, although I will say this: that uh, Yeye Omileye, who led the ceremony there on October 22nd. Um, she's an Oshun High Priestess, so she has been recognized within the uh, Yoruba traditions, and she has studied with some very, very gifted elders in Nigeria, and she's been recognized as, I think, the foremost Oshun High Priestess in the world right now. When she first arrived that morning, and that was another guidance that I got from Mother, because I had already been in touch with um, Omileye, Yeye Omileye, and then when Mother gave me the assignment to do this gathering and the ceremony within the gathering, I she just said, no, you need to contact Omileye. She needs to lead the ceremony. And Omileye had to do divination a couple of times to make sure it was in right alignment for her to well, be there that yes, day. Yes, for what she does, yes. It. 
Yeah, so yeah. that was auspicious because O'Shawn kept on telling her when she did divination is yes, she needed to be there. Yes, this was really important. But what was fascinating was that I'm sure you remember this. Not only was it cold that day, but the winds were so strong. We couldn't put up any pop-up tents. <laughs> As I yes. was trying to speak from the stage, I mean, my the papers in my hand were blowing out of my hand. Practically someone came up, a volunteer just popped up and said, here, let me hold the papers for you so you can read these. And uh, no, it was very strong winds all day. And Omi received a message spiritually shortly after she got there because it was already, the winds were already blowing by the time she got there. Um, we'd, a number of us had already been there starting at 8 in the morning, but she came closer to 10. But she received a message spiritually that the winds were very intentional on the part of spirit. And Oya is the name of the goddess of wind in the Yoruba tradition. Oh, yes. And that this, yeah. Yes. And that this I know Oya a lot about I mean, Oya. She, she is definitely you know more the... than I do then. <laughs> yes. She is definitely the wind, and and um, the yes, I know a lot about Oya actually, but I don't want to give too many things away. But uh, but yes, actually, I uh, would love Oya was definitely there. Because because you know one of the things that Omi said when we were doing the planning was even if we don't get a thousand women at the gathering, we will be invoking more than a thousand goddesses. So oil was definitely one and it was there. And she oh, was yeah, helping to definitely. clear out the energies that needed to go. And that was partly why we were there. That was a big reason, most of the reason we were there. His mother needed this ceremony in Washington, D.C. to help shift the energies in D.C. And oil was very prominent that day. Great. Definitely, definitely great. So, so when Gaia started to talk to you uh, about this gathering this is where this is when all of these had started to come up with you or was it a little bit before the gathering like in was was she coming up in normal life as well were you seeing her i don't see her but i feel her and i hear her and and as i was saying earlier um my rapport my connection with gaia earth mother really uh, went deep after a ceremony back in June 2012. And that's and so the books that are messages, my two books with her are conversations with her. So my capacity to work closely with her and hear her um, really saw off in a huge way in June 2012, and it's just continued since then. So, oh, I mean, wonderful. I should say there, yeah, I mean, there are moments, phases I should say there are phases there there are periods of time where I don't hear her so well like she's pulled back and Mm -hmm. sometimes she gives me a break you know which is helpful (laughs) especially like after the thousand goddesses gathering um you know she gave me a break so I could have some downtime because that that event was huge and it exhausted me I I kind of slept for a week and then kind of regrouped for the next few weeks because I thought everything to do that Anytime you have anything that um, prolific and amazing and wonderful, you're going to need to have some time where you, you know, you could just sit in a bathtub and not worry about the phone ringing <laughs> or, you know, answering the door or anything like that. Right. So, right. Yeah. So I have yeah, another no, question for you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Soul contract. Uh, could you explain what a soul contract is, and are you are you having a soul contract with the great mother? Uh, well, um, yes. Work I'm doing with her is part of my soul contract. All of the books I have okay. put out with mother are part of my soul contract, and and in the book before, the two books with mother, and that that's the one called "If I Gave You God's Phone Number." That's that's part of my soul contract, as I understand it. Um, that book, by the way, that first book is based on the question, if I gave you God's phone number, what would you do with it? So it's interviews with very different people, um, uh-huh. you know, Christians, Jews, atheists, death row inmate, um, Afghani Sufi. So, so, what, so what a soul contract is, as I would define it, is each one of us actually, before we were born, made an agreement um, to, to do various 
uh, how do you how would you word it to to do specific works during our right. incarnation. I mean, we're obviously all spiritual beings having a physical experience, and uh, and there's a reason that we're here. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's to you know experience the physicality, but it's usually a lot more than that. And I wasn't really aware of having any soul contract um, or what that even meant until I started working on my first book, If I Gave You God's Phone Number. And at the time, I was apprenticed to a Cherokee medicine woman, and she's the one that first brought up to me, well, this book that you're working on is part of your soul contract. And I went, oh. Because it, it just seemed like such a bizarre thing for me to work, to be working on because my background was in environmental work. I had actually helped to run an international nonprofit, I, and then I, mm-hmm. you know, became a gardener and a writer working on a book about God's phone number. I took this really drastic sort of left turn in my life. And for her to affirm to me that it was part of my soul contract, it was like, oh, well, that makes sense now because this feels like an awfully strange direction to go in. And at that time, I was still caught up in the cultural conditioning, oh, you need a career and you need to advance in your yeah. career. And, and and I was doing weird things like talking to people about God's phone number. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. So, so but they so, were talking I, to you back, though. See, see, if you talk to people sorry? and they don't talk to you back, then then they can start to label you weird or something like that. If you understand oh, what I'm well, saying. I've been labeled weird since I was a teenager. So, um, so have I. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't bother yeah. me. It's like whatever. So. Well, it used to bother me, and now I'm like, you know, weird is good because we need we need more people thinking differently in the world because the mainstream, whatever mainstream is, has not served Earth Mother, that's for sure. And so weird is good, definitely. Yes, weird is definitely good. So I'm going to have, I'm going to ask a question, then we're going to take a small break. And okay. I'm going to put on another song. From my good friends Tawafadia, can anyone talk to the uh, can anyone talk to the great mother? Oh, everyone can talk with her. She she's actually yearning for all of us to reconnect with her. Um, I'm not going to say it's easy for everyone to hear her because that takes a certain level of um, you know the capacity to listen on the spirit planes and. Uh, you know, the, the thing about my relationship with Earth Mother is I would never be doing any of this work publicly. I would never have put these books out if I hadn't had confirmation from various elders telling me they could tell I was, they could sense and directly experience Mother's energy with me. And, mm-hmm. you know, one Shoshone elder called me, he's passed last summer, but he called me the voice of Earth Mother. And another elder told me that my work is in the processes, which was really wild to hear. So, but everyone can talk with her. She actually loves for us and is really inviting all of us to come back home to her in a huge way because that's part of the challenge with the Western culture is too many people are too disconnected from her and don't even realize she exists and don't live their lives in a way that honors her and um, honors the sacredness. That, that she has and that we all have as spiritual beings, you know, on the physical here on her, you know, the sacredness mm-hmm. all around us. She's, she's trying to, and my work with her is to help bring this message back out again. Mm. Mm. Yes, because uh, even if we didn't have DT, it was still time to bring the message back uh, about the mother and the mother's unconditional love, the goddesses, and all that. It's time for it to come back. Well, and it's also, you know, it's definitely time for it to come back because things have been so out of balance for so many centuries here on Earth. We've been living kind of under the thumb, so to speak, of a patriarchal way of being that is mostly been embodied by the shadow masculine. And mm-hmm. so we need to bring healing back into the earth. And all of these times have been prophesied. 
so there are so many beautiful spiritual beings that are supporting these changes going on right now. It's really kind of off the charts. I don't know all of them by any means. Uh, but, you know, so many women are waking up to their their divine feminine self. There are so many workshops and books coming out about, you know, the great mother, um, the divine feminine, and who is she, and what are the role of the archetypal energies of the goddesses in waking us up and helping us women step back into who we are as powerful sacred beings and and this is not the same kind of power that would be the patriarchal power because that's a power over a domination hierarchical power the power of the woman when we really step into it is to embody like the deepest sense of compassion and strength that is for the greatest good of all and it's 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 an energy that is a circular one we work in circles we don't work in hierarchical systems when we really are stepping into our power, we, you know, we know how to step forward and stand for what's true and what needs to happen for the highest good. And, and the Native Americans would talk about, you know, what is good for today and into the next seven generations. And so this this huge march that's happening in D.C. with all these um, sister marches all over the world is really a tremendous, tremendous sign of the power of women. And granted, we needed someone like, as you worded, DT or our president-elect. You know, he's waking a lot of people up to get out of their stupor. You know, don't feel like things are as comfortable as they are because things need to change anyway. And the hope is that, but there's a big caveat with all of this is, Unfortunately, what the president like has done is stimulate a tremendous amount of fear and anger. Yes. And and that's good in some ways if it's going to wake people up, but it's not good if people get stuck there. And right. this is where, you know, with the great mother coming forward again, with the divine feminine energies surfacing on the planet and um that it's really a time for us to develop our deepest, most powerful sense of compassion because Mm -hmm. there is so much suffering and there is so much imbalance. And those people who are so entrenched and don't want to see anything change because they're very comfortable in their status quo, be it, you know, lots of money with big houses or whatever, you know, in some ways we need to have the most compassion for them because they're very afraid of what, changes are coming forward uh and i really think that um our president-elect represents the digging of the heels of sort of the minority that don't want to see themselves lose their power and so that's how things have gotten this extreme mm-hmm. yes this is exactly how it's gotten this extreme and you know, he's also kind of old school in in the wrong way. You know, there's good old school and there's bad old school. He represents bad old school, if you know what I'm saying. Well, and and I would also say that even good old school. I mean, there is. I don't know exactly what you're what you're describing there, and I'm gonna just hazard a guess here. Um, what is very clear from the perspective of Earth Mother and our you know, all the spiritual beings on our planet that are here for the highest good of the planet and the humans, actually, is that the systems within our society that have been um, put into place are not serving. They're not serving the minorities. They're not serving those who cannot have food on their table at night. They're not serving the various, all the ecosystems across the planet that have been destroyed the list goes on and on and on. And so we actually yes. need a really huge overhaul of how our society lives here on earth. And my sense from the last message I got from Mother, which I, I know you saw, and, and thank you, I think you put it up on your page Yes, too. I put it on my page. Everybody look at Janice White. Uh, it's on my page, and, you know, there's other stuff on my page too. But um, if you want to actually listen to... Mayor, and get a little bit of a a sense of what of who she is. 
um, actually look at that video because I've looked at it a couple times, to be honest. Yeah, thank you. And and they can actually also just go to YouTube and um, look up my channel. It's just Mare Cromwell, M-A-R-E Cromwell, on YouTube because there are a couple messages from Mother there that I put up um, starting this. Most of the messages, I have all these messages from Mother that are actually on a website called messagesfrommother.org. But it's only this summer I started putting them up as YouTube videos, too. It took me a while to find the courage to do that, honestly. Um, but, uh, but, you know, what's happening right now is there's actually a beautiful new world being born right now. But a lot yes. of people can't see that because we're, we're reacting to the news in front of us. We're reacting to this drastic uh, new president-elect who's, who's really threatening to take away all of our security, which is really yes. scary. I admit it. I mean, I'm, I'm on the, the Affordable Care Act system. I mean, that's where my health insurance is coming from. I'm not really happy at all to think about that disappearing because, you know, I have pre-existing conditions. and so Oh, the Obamacare? Yes. Yeah. I woke up. Yeah. Oh, man. I woke up on January 2nd. And uh, I came back from, you, you know, the parties and all that stuff. And my doctor called me. And, you know, I was wondering why she was calling me on January 2nd. Um, and she's like, um, did you get a new insurance? And I'm like, no, I didn't get a new insurance. And it's like, I can't find you on the computer. And I'm like, What? And I found out that, you know, um, somebody had kicked me off. And now I'm trying to get everything back on um, before January 31st. And it's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of t- calling people and talking to them and, and you know, pleading with them and, 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 you know, basically a whole bunch of crap just to get the same insurance that I had before. Wow, and they said they had that. sent me a letter like three weeks before Christmas saying that, you know, I need to reapply before December twenty before December thirty first. But I I have been through all my mail. I mean all my mail. Even stuff that I've thrown away and I haven't seen that type of letter at all. So mm-hmm. I I'm making a mad scramble to get my health insurance back. Because I have pre-assisting conditions, too. Well, all kinds of tears away, because that's that's not fun. That's not fun at all. No, it's not fun. No, it's not fun at all. You know, I'm not sure if you wanted to take a break. We've just been chatting here. (laughs) Well, I I actually need to, uh, because I've been drinking a lot of water. But... uh, well, we could take a like a, a real quick break. Like uh, this is like a nine-minute song, but we could just do like three minutes of it, if you don't mind. No, not at all. I'm here. Okay. All right. It's Tuatha Dia with Mishia Gu, and this is Reflections and Rhythms. My name is Janice R. White, and I'm talking, chatting with Mayor Cromwell.
hope you took a little break too. <laughs> I'm good. Good, good. So I have four more questions, and we have about 17 minutes. So we'll see how far we get. What is a Gaia mystic? Oh, well, a Gaia mystic is someone who can communicate with Gaia. You know, just, ah, uh, okay. a mystic That's is someone simple. who can communicate on the spirit realms. So, yeah. Cool. And I was going to ask, how does that differ from other mystics? Uh, well, um, you know, a mystic in general is someone who can communicate on the spirit realms. Uh, I mean, St. Francis of Assisi was a mystic. I actually wonder, I suspect that St. Francis of Assisi, I think he was communicating with Earth Mother, um, but I don't know that for a fact, but he certainly was very um, committed to the sacredness of all life around him. Um, so, you know, I mean, there are different types of mystics. Some mystics are talking with different types of spiritual beings. I would make the distinction between, I guess, a medium who is talking with people who have passed over um, as a, compared with the mystics. I think mystics, uh, you know, I'm really going out on a limb trying to define it this way. I haven't actually looked up its true definition. This is Mare's approach to it, Mare's definition. Okay, no problem. But, uh, yeah, thanks. But, you know, mystics... I think we're known to be speaking with more, um, I would say, higher level spiritual beings. It can be worded, worded that way. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I think like there's some people who communicate with Archangel Raphael, um, Raphael or Gabriel, or I mean, those would be mystics also. Those people that do that. Mm. Great, great. Is there more books coming? Not at this point in time. I don't have the time to write another book. And, it, you know, it's it was a solid financial investment for me to, over the past few years, write these two books with Earth Mother because I essentially was living off my savings and um, just pretty much devoted to listening and writing. And then I self-published the books, which was another big investment. So I don't have the time and space in my life right now to be working on another book. It, but the messages from Mother still come through, like the one that just mm-hmm. went up on YouTube last Friday. But it's not that my rapport with her has stopped. It's more that, um, you know, I'm actually I'm spending a lot of time organizing workshops and events and, and webinars on helping to get Mother's teachings and wisdom out into the world. And in front of your listeners here tonight, I am leading another webinar that starts uh-huh. the first week in February called Opening to Gaia Sacredness. And it's about who Gaia is and ways to be more connected with her spiritually. And it's about teaching a whole different worldview, which is really the worldview that we need to cultivate to really bring forth this new world that's coming in right now. And so I'm, right. I teach webinars on this. So this is where my time and energy is going. And, and organizing an event like the Thousand Goddesses Gathering is a very demanding job also. So I don't really have time to do a lot of writing other than uh, a little bit of blogging, although I'm not even doing that much of that. I would actually, if it's okay, I, I know you have a couple more questions. I would actually love to talk about the power ceremony because I think a lot of okay. people really don't understand that. And what happened at the Thousand Goddesses Gathering on October 22nd last fall was actually huge. And I don't know if you, Denise, saw the um, the spiritual energy report that I sent out to everybody who registered after the event. Uh, maybe you didn't see it. But um, when really high ceremony is done and some really beautiful, powerful spiritual beings are called in, it actually brings in a whole, uh, ah, the words are going to escape me right now. It, it brings in sort of a really beautiful wave of healing energy. It's like when people will sit and pray and they'll call on the Virgin Mary, for instance. The Virgin Mary will come in spiritually and bless you. And what we did at the Thousand Goddesses Gathering was we called on a huge pantheon of all these different goddesses. And we actually also called on the Divine Masculine 
in the form of various gods in the spirit realms. We did that quietly uh, because it's important to have balance in ceremony. If you're going to call in one particular group that's only of, you know, the feminine energy. It's only fair to call in the other, yes. You need to call in the other. And so what happened that day was, and I found this out afterwards because I had asked some very gifted lightworker friends to hold space and be guardians for the gathering from a distance. And these are people who can work long distance and see things going on long distance spiritually. I mean, really gifted people. And um, what I found out was during the ceremony at a certain point, and I can't get into all the details right now, but this huge conduit of spiritual energy came in that basically uh, cleared out a lot of the heavier energies in that part of D.C. And they were called in, this conduit of energy was called in by our ceremony there that we did that day. And everyone who was there at the gathering had a chakra activation, an actual clearing and a healing of the shadow masculine, dark masculine energies that is a wounding that all of us have been a part of the Western culture. I mean, the, our ancestry has been through so much dark masculine, shadow masculine wounding that it's all within our DNA. But all of us who were there at the gathering got a healing from that. And so a lot of people don't really know that. Um, I sent some of the I sent the information out. I don't know if everybody got their emails, who registered. I posted it on the um, Facebook page for the event. But this is the level of ceremony that we did. And from what I was told by one of these really gifted light workers, the energy that came in was so powerful that it actually radiated out three miles all around where we were and raise the energy levels in the White House, the Capitol building, the Pentagon even, the State Department, all of the buildings within three miles of where we were at the gathering got an energetic clearing, and a lot of the dense energies were cleared out because of what we did that day, which is why Earth Mother wanted that event in D.C. before the elections to sort Mm -hmm. of put things at a higher resonance, a, a higher spiritual vibration prior to the elections so that whatever happened after the elections, at, at least there would have been this primer to raise the energies in D.C. <clears throat> and that, I, I don't fully understand it, but I know I know that Mother has a plan in alignment with all these other powerful spiritual beings, and we showed up and we did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wonderful. I, think it's I don't remember that getting the email, but I know that once I got home, you know, uh, like you, I had to go and, you know, veg out and, and lie down yeah. on the floor and and yeah. to uh, get my bearings. So I, I, I know I got something besides, you know, the camaraderie and seeing old friends. I know I got something on a high spiritual level. And I love yeah. hearing that from you. I hope you post that on the event page for the 2017 event because we need to share our stories of what people experience. And I know people remember, most people will remember some kind of phenomenon, something they experienced because it, it was exhausting. There's no doubt about it. I, I mean, I know I'm not exhausting in a bad way, but it was more like we all needed to kind of like regroup because we got an energetic healing that was pretty major from being there. And so when I talk about doing ceremony on the Washington Mall, I had no idea this was what was going to happen. I knew we needed to be there and do what we did. Um, And so I have every hope and expectation, I would like to think, or hope, I should say, that the next gathering will be uh, just as beautiful. Um, And we're going to have, you know, a lot of beautiful lightworkers and healers there to help hold the energy again and call in what we can. Did you say something? Because I I got a phone call and I squashed that big time. So, (laughs) Well, no, I was just saying that, you know, with the 2017 gathering, this is the level of ceremony that we will be doing again. And so there are many ways to bring healing forth on the planet and ceremony is a very powerful way to do it. 
So I just felt it was important to share that. And one more thing is that one of the people who was there at the gathering, and I didn't really know her very well, but um, she knew me on Facebook, and she sent me a private message. And she said, a lot of people don't know this, but I work in the Pentagon. And uh, I just have to tell you that there's been an interesting energy shift that's been really positive since the gathering. And it wasn't until, this is what she wrote in her message, it wasn't until I read your spiritual energy report that you sent us that it clicked that there's a lot less shadow masculine energy in the Pentagon. And that was after the gathering. So, you know, when I read her message, I was like, Cole, I am so happy to get this feedback because I wouldn't know that myself. I'm not down in the Pentagon. I can't experience the difference in the energy because I don't work there. But she really yes. experienced this shift. Oh, wonderful. So, so this is what we're Definitely intending to wonderful. do. Yeah, and I do want to put it out there for anybody who's listening and might be interested. We are looking for donors for the upcoming one already. You can you can start to make donations now. Um, we're also looking for sponsors who will be recognized on the website and depending on their level of support, you know, recognized on the day of the event. Uh, but it does cost money to organize these events. And um, and we did bring a tremendous amount of healing energy in. So if anyone would like to communicate with me about that, they can go to the website, thousandgoddesses.net, and contact me through that, and we can talk about sponsorship, uh, you know. But, uh, but yeah, no, this was, this was not a small event. I had no idea, really. All I knew is that Mother wanted it to happen. Wow. I'm looking at the Thousand Goddesses gathering for this year. And, yeah, I, I had pictures from, from the one that was in October. And, yeah, I'll be glad to uh, write up some of the things that I experienced and put out some pictures. Oh, please well. do. Please, please do. That would be fantastic. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So we have about five minutes to go, so um, we can talk about, well, you can, on my other radio show, I have a, a reggae show, World Reggae Party, I always give my, my guests a chance to plug anything they want to plug, anything and everything <laughs> that they want to plug. So, you know, you okay. could say, buy my books at Amazon or, you know, or you know, I know you're having something coming up on the 29th, January 29th. Oh, I have 29th. a number of yeah, I have a number of workshops coming up on January 29th in Vienna. Is it Vienna, Virginia? Um, yeah, I'm doing a workshop at a, a house called the Healing House. Uh, you can go on my website and learn more about it. My website is just mayorcromwell.com. But that one is called Insights from the Great Mother Bible. I'm going to be talking about some of the wisdom that's in the Great Mother Bible. I'd really actually love to plug my books because uh, these books have really touched a lot of people. And one person who's very spiritually gifted told me that the Great Mother Bible, that the energy in it is so powerful that it's, it's akin to sacred text, and it is sacred text. And I, mm-hmm. he said that he, he said to me, this is living word. I said, I don't know what that means, but he told me that. He said, the energy in this book is so powerful that it's like the the Hebrew letters on a movie screen where they catch on fire and then all the ashes go down. He said, that's the level of energy that I'm experiencing from your book. Because I did ceremony the entire time I was writing that book. Sacred fire ceremony and prayers in the morning and ceremony at my altars and so so there's a lot of energy in there, and it really is a book to, in many ways, complement the traditional Judeo-Christian Bible, but it's, it's coming from the sacred feminine, the divine feminine perspective. And it offers a lot of spiritual truth that that the Judeo-Christian Bible um, edited out thousands or whatever, centuries and centuries ago. I wouldn't say thousand years ago, but, you know, um, close to 2,000 years ago. Uh, so I encourage people to check that book out, and it is up on Amazon. It's Kindle, Nook. You can get all the ebook um, forms. Uh, again, multi award winning. But you can go to my website and follow me uh, and see what events I'm doing. I'm also doing a workshop in early February on a call to the divine balance of the feminine and the masculine, because this is part of what we're being called to do right now here on Earth. 
is to bring the, the divine balance back. And hence mm-hmm. the need for the thousand goddesses gathering. And actually hence the need for the, the, the Women's March on D.C. is it's time for equality. And it's, but beyond just equality, it's time to recognize the divine balance and honor that and bring it back to the planet. I mean, my lens on all these things is that it's all sacred. Um, mm-hmm. And we're all sacred, but we have forgotten how to treat each other in sacred ways. Very much so. And we need to go back to that as well. Yeah, Very or quickly. move forward to it, however way you want to word it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Ah, 90 seconds. Okay. So, um, we you know, have I spent, can actually, uh, with, uh, maybe oh, if, if it's okay, to okay. once again say that the website for the Thousand Goddesses Gathering is a thousandgoddesses.net, and it's it's 1000, it's the number thousandgoddesses.net so please it needs to be updated from last year um, but you can still go there and get a feel for what we did last year it's going to be all updated in the next few weeks Uh, and if people are interested in in my books and events um, please go and check out marecromwell.com thank Ah, you thank you and this has been Reflections and Rhythms which is a women's spirituality radio show that comes on bi-monthly, so like every two months or so. And my guest tonight was Mayor Cromwell, and she is from the 1000. part of my show today. Uh, it was really great and really influential to, to bring it out to people. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love being yes. here with you. Yes. So this is Blog Talk Radio and I'll be signing back in for another show pretty soon. Good night, everybody. Good night, Mayor.